Welcome everybody to episode 134 of the Startup Show. Today I'm here with the CEO and co-founder of Envoy, Rolf, and we are talking about Envoy. We are also talking about the differences between consulting company and a startup, but most importantly, why you have to invest in your network right now. Make sure to stay tuned. Welcome to episode 134 of the Startup Show. Today we are here at Envoy, and I'm very happy to talk to the CEO and co-founder, Rolf. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, well, the pleasure is all mine, and I'm really excited to have you here on the show. Um, but first of all, um, as usual on the Startup Show, based on all the feedback we got from investors, they really want to get to know you first. So maybe give us a short um, rundown about your life and who you are. I grew up in the, the States. I studied in Baltimore. Before that, I grew up on a cattle ranch, so it was a nice uh, experience. Yes. I worked in New York with Anderson, and then I moved to Europe in 99, yep. uh, built a consulting firm with Ernst & Young for a while, then set up my own consulting firm, um, Trestle, and then had a foundation that worked with women entrepreneurs in emerging markets, mm -hmm. and then uh, launched Envoy uh, three years ago. You had like this consulting, uh, many of the students that I study with or studied with um, in the past, they were focused on, on consulting. What is that, let's say, the main differences between running a consulting company versus being in a tech startup? I mean, consulting is you, when you start out your career, you learn a lot. Um, because you move from project to project to project, you might move to different industries, and it really challenges you to get comfortable with the unknown. And yeah. that's what I really liked about consulting in the beginning of the career. But as running a consulting business, um, it's really based on the number of people that you employ. So to grow the business, you need to hire more and more people. Yes. And that is, you know, gets more and more challenging. And with a tech business, it's much different because you have a product and it scales without having to scale the same number of people. And that's what I find quite refreshing in this, let's say, second, second venture of mine uh, versus the consulting business, which is, you know, much more people-driven type business. Yes. Entrepreneurship, what inspired you, like, let's say, to make that switch from, from running your consulting company to... Entrepreneurship. When I started out with Anderson with Ernst and Young, it was I wasn't I guess a, a, an entrepreneur within the companies, yes. and I, I liked coming up with ideas and creating ideas and and executing. But what I found is that in the large companies, you eventually hit a wall with the politics, and yes. it stops being fun. And with entrepreneurship, you're fully accountable for whatever you do. And if you have a good day or a bad day, that's because of you. Yes. And I, I like that piece of ownership that you have in terms of your destiny. Right. Good. So let's talk about uh, Envoy and what you guys are up to today. Envoy is a, is a platform to help us manage our networks as an asset. What we found was that we have a lot of connections on different platforms mm -hmm. and we could do a lot with those networks. However, it's very inefficient to bring them all together. What Envoy helps people do is to consolidate these networks, clean up these networks, basically commoditize them. And then we allow people to share these networks with others. And through that sharing with others, then you're able to identify opportunities to grow your business, find funding, find talent for your organization. Mm -hmm. um, so it's really the first platform in the market that allows people to have a network as an asset and manage it like one. I remember uh, you gave me a demo and I had trial access. Can you explain to me, maybe walk me through the moment someone signs up to your platform, yeah, what sure. happens next? Yeah, so when you, you sign up to the platform, you import your contacts from different sources, so from LinkedIn, from your phone, from Outlook. Um, we help you clean up the... Excel sheets? Excel sheets, yes. <laughs> Which is, I guess, a little like... Needs a lot of uh, like development, I guess, to do that. Yes. It is. <laughs> 
actually, we thought the, the cleaning up of duplicates would be much easier, but that's something we, every release, we have something in it to make it easier for the user. Yeah. Also, you can scan business cards on your phone and then move your phone contacts into, into Envoy. Um, so once you've done that, then we map all of your contacts to different industries. We map them to different functions, so like leadership functions, for example. Um, you can rate your contacts. You can say, do you have a strong or weak relationship? And on the phone, it's just a swipe right or left. And then with clustering, um, you can cluster your networks quite easily too. So you can say, okay, these are my prospect clusters, this is my blockchain cluster, and then you could create a cluster for other, for all the people that you're not interacting with on a daily basis. So mm -hmm. it helps you get your network in order. Mm -hmm. So that's really the individual user experience when they come in. And then when you combine networks with others, I would send you a request. I would say, I'd like to look at all of the CFO relationships we have in banks in Switzerland. You would accept or decline, and then we would get the results and see across both of our networks, where do we have those relationships. Yeah. And you would only see the name, the title, the company, and the country, and all emails, phone numbers stays private to you. So yeah. if I see somebody interesting to me, I would reach out to you and say, can you make an introduction? Yeah. Um, so it really puts people in control of their contact data and lets them use it the way that they want to use it. I mean, you have to explain to me how you came up with this idea, because I mean, it's not like, I mean, it's a problem that we all face, but like, how did you realize that this is the problem that you are interested in solving? I mean, I've always been fascinated with networks since they came online, and I just thought yeah. it was fascinating that you could connect with everyone. And then I saw that our networks are expanding over time, mm -hmm. and they're getting bigger and bigger. Within my firm, before I set up Envoy, people were very reluctant to share their contacts. Yeah. Um, and if companies have CRM, nobody really wants to put their contacts into CRM because they don't trust what the company's <laughs> going to do. Or yes, <laughs> exactly. Or we, what Salesforce is going to do, right. And I was in Jordan, and I was in the, it was in the middle of the night, and I woke up, and then the, the menu for Envoy came to me. And that was really what tied everything together. And from that point, I just knew that I had to do it. And that's yeah. um, you know, when I decided to exit my firm, raise the seed funding, and then I went to India to work with our developers for a year, and then we just started rolling it out. Um, so it was, I guess it was just a, a lot of thinking over and over that just came together at one point. Sure. One of the things that I wanted to ask you is about the investor club that you raised money from. Yeah. How was that experience um, being exposed to so many people um, and having so many private investors in a seed stage round? Yeah, so I mean, the first, you just go to a few lunches, you talk yeah. about what you're doing, and then some people are interested. And then you yeah. start to get more and more people, and then there's more and more momentum. And the investors are then inviting other investors to join. So it was a, it was a new experience. We have never raised funds like that yeah. before. Um, but I found that, you know, if you're inspired by what you're doing, eventually you'll find people that are inspired as well. Yeah. I mean, the challenge is that you're raising funding in, in relatively small amounts. So 25K, 50K, you know, 100K or 200K if you're really lucky. Um, so you have to have a whole pipeline of discussions running the whole time. Yeah. Um, so your, your cash flow is very unpredictable. And that, that's the, the roller coaster part of this journey <laughs> yes. that makes it stressful. Yeah. But I wouldn't change how we raise the funding. And I, I see that our investors are really probably one of our greater assets because they really provide me a lot of advice, you know, how, how to grow the firm, our whole team. Um, they make introductions for us. They provide a lot of services to us. So by having Envoy as a platform, we're able to actually um, take advantage of that community. One of the things that I, I'm always curious to know is about like how you perceive the vision of, of your startup. So let's say everything works out exactly the way you want it. You get all of these big clients, all of these corporates, they become you, you become the next unicorn, and then what? Oh, after the unicorn <laughs> I think I might just uh, sleep for a little bit. <laughs> I'm not motivated by the exit, um, yes. so I'm more motivated by the journey. So for me, I think that you know, as the company starts to become more bureaucratic, that's when I want to move into a more strategic role or just exit myself from that. You know, it's exciting to see an idea actually get as far as Envoy has. 
because I've worked with a lot of entrepreneurs and it's, it's really difficult to get an idea off the ground. Yes. And I think that we're extremely fortunate to, to be where we are. Um, mm. I don't think that that's something that happens uh, all the time. When you look at, let's say, uh, Switzerland as a startup uh, hub, what are your impressions that you see here? There's pros and cons. Um, sure. it's, it's not Silicon Valley, but then I don't know if I want to be in Silicon Valley right now <laughs> anyway, because you know it's just a different different dynamic. I mean, I think that Zurich is a really interesting place, and, and Schaffhausen, where we have the company set up, um, has been very supportive of us to grow our business there. Um, you really have a lot of international companies in a very small place. Um, mm -hmm. So you can you can meet the Googles, you can meet the banks, you can meet the insurance companies within you know a very small area. Um, so I think that that part is very good. Um, I think that the challenging part with, with startups in Switzerland is that the valuations that the market perceives of your company are very low compared to what you would have in the U.S. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when we raised funds at $2 million, I probably could have had a valuation at $10 million. Um, so you're not getting as much return for that equity in right. the earlier stages. Um, so I think that that's, that's a challenge. But uh, I think as, a, as an ecosystem, there's quite a buzz and there's a lot of uh, focus on entrepreneurship. Right. What would you like to see in the next five years in your ecosystem? In our ecosystem, we'd like to see a place where people really can benefit from their own network as an asset yep. and where people can build companies around Envoy. Um, so it becomes a real ecosystem um, where it's really open and it's about sharing and helping each other become more and more successful. Um, where I see today's platforms, they basically use you as the product and they sell you to advertisers and to other companies. I'd like to reverse that model and say you decide you know, how you want to take part in that whole community. Mm -hmm. How did you get your first paying client? Well, it took a lot of knocking on doors. Yes. Uh, what helps with Envoy is that we get introductions at a very senior level. Um, so instead of doing a bottom-up approach, we're able to come in from a, a, the top. Finding that right person that really got what we were doing and, and really saw the opportunity. You can call it luck or just uh, how it worked out. But sure. uh, How do you um, balance work-life I think the nice part about entrepreneurship is that I don't really see it as work life. I, I see kind of it all blending together because my family is also very supportive of what we're doing with Envoy, and they're excited when they hear you know different news from the day. And for for me, it's like a, it's like painting a, a, a canvas. You know, you have an idea and you start to yes. to work on it, and it gets more and more and more clear. So I don't really feel like I'm working. I just feel like it's just a nice flow. And um, what do you think is the most important character in an entrepreneur? I think um, believing in yourself and believing in your idea is critical because you'll have a lot of people around you that will say, okay, you're not going to be successful or this will never happen or, you know, why don't you go get a real job? <laughs> you know, and you need to have, um, you know, that self-confidence to say, you know what, this is going to happen mm -hmm. and if it doesn't happen, it's my own fault. Yes. Um, What's important to you in an investor? For me, it's, it's um, patience, um, understanding that uh, the business plan doesn't always go as expected, um, being uh, hands-on, open to, to helping. Um, those, those are qualities that I really admire in the investor community that we have. Mm -hmm. well, the third part is all about you. Um, you have a few moments to give uh, some words of wisdom, leave a legacy on the internet um, in this video um, for the next generation. So please take it away with some advice that you can give us. Yeah, sure. So um, I think that that we need to understand our networks as assets. So we have, we have connections on different platforms and we need to realize that we need to invest time in these relationships in order to, to receive a benefit from that. And it doesn't have to be that there's a, there's a commercial benefit back, but it, it could be some other type of return. So I think that 
people should start to think about their networks as a portfolio and, and really start to manage it that way. Mm-hmm. And I think that as you grow up through your career, through your entrepreneurial adventures, you'll, you'll find people that are helping you and you need to keep those relationships warm. So I think my main message is really to, to really take your network seriously and invest time in it um, mm-hmm. so that it can actually help you when you actually need it. Let's say practical. How much time into networking every week would you recommend, suggest, um, <coughs> or any, let's say, practical advice? Like, okay, like, important to have a network, now what? Yes, I, I think that, well, it depends on the size of the network, but let's just say that your network grows up to 500 or 1,000 or 1,500 people. Um, you probably have all of the relationships that you need to do whatever you need to do. You just might not know where they are in that 1500. Mm-hmm. So I think segmenting your network and focusing on those relationships that can really help you is important. I'm not a huge fan of networking events because uh, I find it completely random. I think it's nice to meet people and maybe you get a lucky lucky hit. But I think um, you know, just going to you and saying, can you introduce me to someone is much more effective um, and a much better use of my time and your time than spending you know, hours at cocktail parties um, hoping that you find that right person. Interesting. I mean, there's lots to discuss about that, but um, anyhow, thank you so much for being on the show today, Love. I really appreciate your time. Thank you very much, everybody who was here today with us. Have a great day.